The topic for today's episode is student maltreatment and it is about how the teacher has turned the school into a living hell for the student. Most of the teachers in school or even the parents maltreat the student. Although some are not intentional, they do it unknowingly. The students are crying but their voice is not heard. Students are going through pain because of some of the school system that is not proper, which I will be discussing in this episode. This is just an opinion. If you don't agree with me, you can drop a comment with your point. And if you agree but you feel I have left out some point, you can also add them through the comment section. A big welcome to all listeners. It is your favorite Jim Jam again, the host of Inspirational Vibes with Jim Jam. It is great to have you back again, even if it's your first time here. I'm very happy you are joining us. So let's get motivated, inspired, and get all the bad energy around us together. Follow or subscribe to this show on any place or platform you listen to a podcast. Trust me, you are not going to regret it. Firstly, the teachers should know that students are not criminals. I know we must have heard of a series of cases where teachers punish students in school without a tangible reason. Maltreatment of students does not limit to punishing students. Students can be abused physically, sexually, mentally, and in many other ways. Personally, for me, I have seen many cases where teachers punish students because he was not able to pay school fees. This is common in the African country. I have seen a case where a student is punished because the student was not able to understand what the teacher teaches in the class. And one of the most common things that people thought was right and they kept on doing is punishing the student because of failure. I don't know who even come up with this idea. Why would you punish a student because he fails? Failure is not a crime and shouldn't be a crime. It is only a half-baked teacher that will beat a student for failure. A professional teacher will not punish a student for failure because he knows there is some student that finds it difficult to understand even though they try their best. It is not their fault, it is just nature. Some teachers even beat students because they do not ask questions in class. And at the same time, if the student asks a question, the teacher will insult him first before he explains again. Most of these teachers have turned the school into a living hell for the students. And in the process, the students start to lose total interest in school. Students are now living in fear. When they want to do their homework, they copy from each other. When they are doing tests, they involve in malpractice because of what? They are afraid of teachers would beat them if they don't pass. I'm not against punishing students if they committed a crime. But all that I'm saying is that students should not be punished because of failure. I repeat again, failure is not a crime.
Another way teachers abuse students are by punishing students because they are owing school fees. Why? Why would you punish students just because they are owing school fees? It is not reasonable at all. It is not their fault for owing school fees. Likewise, it's not the fault of the parent for not paying school fees. It is because they do not have money at that particular time. Not having money is not a crime. So why should you make it a crime? Some go through hard times before they can even afford to put food on the table. If they do not pay school fees, you can give them the grace of two weeks. And if they do not pay, you can now chase them home because I also understand the fact that you depend on those school fees. The thing that you shouldn't do is punish them for not paying school fees. The students should not be punished for not paying school fees if they do not have money. The worst you can do is to prevent them from attending the class, and that should be after you have given them a warning. Another problem in the school system is abusing their belief. Some teachers are fond of condemning students' belief in the wrong way. How can a teacher just come to class and start preaching their own religion among students that are of different religions? We have Muslims, we have Christians, and many other religions in the same class. So why should you come to that class and come and preach about Christianity or Islam? If you want to do that, then you can go to the church or mosque to go and preach. The only reason you can do that in the class is if the student gives permission. Let me cite an example. We often come across these problems in schools. The teacher will tell the Muslim student to remove their hijab. A hijab is a scarf that Muslim women wear which covers their hair and neck. So, as I was saying, the teacher will tell the Muslim student to remove their hijab. If they do not remove the hijab, then the teacher won't allow them to enter the class. But it should not be that way. Wearing a hijab is not a crime. It is not even against the law. So why should the student be deprived of their rights? Muslim students should be allowed to put on their hijab wherever they go. It is their choice. It is what they want. As a teacher, you have no right to tell the student to take off their hijab. Their wearing of hijab is not affecting you in any way. It does not affect your health. It does not increase your wealth nor decrease your wealth. So why should you stop them from wearing hijab? The students should be giving back their rights. Another mistake that should be avoided happens mostly in the university. And this is mostly from the parents' side. When a student has a carryover, the parent and even some of the lecturers treat it as if it is a criminal offense. The parent we start to pressure the student. They start giving them unnecessary stress, 
which might later make the guy drop out. Too much pressure is not good for a student. You don't have to pressure him to have first class. School is for you to get exposed. First class does not determine the intelligence of a student. There are plenty of people without first class that are doing so well in life, even more than the people with first class. And there are also people without a university degree that are also doing well in life. They are doing very well in life. I'm not saying having a school degree is not a good option. In fact, it is very good thing to have a degree, either first class or second class. But don't make it seem like a student cannot make it without a degree. I will repeat this. Having carryovers is not a is not a problem, but most parents treat it as if it's a sin or criminal offense. In the end, we are all working towards a particular goal, which is to make money, although you might want to deny it. We all hope we, what we studied in school to be useful for us. A teacher should not show a student weakness to other students. Don't make students feel less important or more important than the other students. There should be equality among all of them. What I mean by student weakness is by showing other students' performance to their classmates. So because it's not performing well in class, the next thing for you to do is to disgrace him. No, it is not done. Put yourself in that situation and try to feel the pain. The pain of being left out among the students. It can make the students start thinking negative thoughts, like committing suicide. Okay, you are thinking that showing his performance to another student will make him perform well in class? No, it won't. A student might be trying his best and he is still not cashing up. The rate at which each student understands is different. Some students do not need to read to pass. Some have to read very well before they pass. And there are some, even if they read for the whole 24 hours, who cannot still assimilate. What should be done in this type of situation is to study them very well. Figure out their talent then develop them to become the best. Let them know how they can use their talent to become successful in life because the reason why we all go to school is to be successful. If you can't do that, then what is your essence of being their guardian or teacher? Another problem is telling the class the kind of job a particular parent does before they could send the student to school. For example, you knew the parent is a cleaner and that is how they send the student to school. It should be between you, the student and the parent. No one else should know about it. Some teachers do, do it so that they can disgrace the student for not performing well in class. 
By doing that, we will make the student feel lesser than the other student. And for those in boarding school, students should be treated equally. For example, if the school does not allow provision, but you secretly choose to allow for some of the students, maybe because you know the parents or because the parents are rich, so you decided to allow some of the students that falls into the category I just mentioned. You have violated the concept of being a teacher. You shouldn't be like that. All students must be treated fairly and equally, except in special cases if the student is having health challenges and the student's survival depends on that thing, then he should be allowed to use it. Don't kill student dream. Forcing students to follow a particular career path is not a good idea. You can only advise them if you think they are gonna do better in the other part you think is, is the best. If they listen, fine. But if they don't, then that means they are not confused or interested. Let them go for what they want to do. That means they find happiness in it. This made me remember the story of a kid whose dream was killed by his teacher and his parents. As a kid, he had a big dream and this was to become a master of words and letters. In the short, he wanted to become a lawyer or journalist. However, because he always led his class, his teacher had another dream for him. And whatever he had in his young mind does not matter. But all hope was not lost for him. His mother, the only person who shared his dream, was on his side. He later got disappointed by his mom, who was his only hope. The teacher called the mom to school and told the mother, your son is good. Science class is the best for him. We believe he can cope. And that was all she needed to be confused. That was how a new dream was given to the young boy. It all began when he gained entry into secondary school. There, he was the highest scoring student in his school's entrance examination. So his teacher believed it should perform better in another part. Even being in the junior class, he had a quiz debate with the senior class and he defeated them. He finished junior secondary school at top of his class, but because his interest was either to become a lawyer or journalist, joined the art class. After resumption, he resumed art class with two of his friends. To their surprise, the teachers objected. They were not in support of their best students going to art class. It was like a blow to them. Their thought was that there are always competition coming in for science students. So if their, if their best students are in art class, the school would not be well represented in, this, in those competitions. They were forced out of art class and sent to science class. 
according to the victim. He said for his whole life in science class, he keeps thinking about why he is in science class. Even though he keeps performing well in chemistry and physics, he does not find happiness in it. He tried failing by reducing his seriousness towards his academics, but he failed at it. However, he later gained admission into the university, but due to the science subject he studies in his secondary school days, he was given admission to study statistics, which he does not like. After he graduated, this boy has to go back to enroll in the school of journalism after wasting about 11 years doing what he does not like. But he knows what he wants for himself. He knows what makes him happy and he didn't give up. In this story I just narrated, there is an important point you should know, which is number one. If the mother and teachers did not choose the career for the guy, he, should, he would probably have not wasted 11 years. Secondly, if the guy is not very passionate, they should have killed his dream. The parents, guidance, the teachers, and even the students should have learned some lesson from this short story. When it comes to choosing a future career, do not help them to choose. Don't force the student to choose a career they don't have an interest in. Listen to them and support them in whatever they want to do. They choose it because they find happiness in it. In conclusion, set a high expectation for the student. Set an expectation that is beyond what the school teaches. The school only teaches the student to read and cram, although they pretend as if they are teaching them to understand, because that is what most teachers tell their students. If the students actually understand what they were taught in class, they, don't, they shouldn't bother to read hard when it is exam time. People who understand what they were taught in class have no reason to forget what they were taught. Please let this podcast go a long way by sharing it across all social media so that the voice of the pain student can be heard. Don't forget, you should try and make the school a better place for the students again. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Inspirational Vibes with Jim Jam. Follow me on my social media account at Official Gemtown. I'm available on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you love this show, click on the follow or subscribe button on any place you listen to a podcast. And don't forget to rate and review it on any place you listen to a podcast. You can also share with your friends and family. Once again, thank you. I love you all.